Hello, everyone. Welcome to another video. This is going to be another brain-based video. Um, most people don't give too much consideration when it comes to things that they don't realize is affecting them. But the more we learn about how our choices affect our health and our life, the more we're less able to ignore these things, which is why I do this video. I've done a bunch of podcasts. I teach in public. I, I go around town and talk to people um, talking about this subject so um, so people can become aware. They can have what uh, is commonly referred to as informed consent, because if you don't know any better, it's hard for you to make better decisions. So today is going to be the six, yes, six. Okay, let me zoom in a little bit further on this one. Uh, like I said previously, this isn't going to be the most polished video, but the information is gonna be good and it's going to be coming from the right place. This is more about empowering you than uh, selling anything. Um, most of the things I do in my practice uh, most of the benefits come from lifestyle decisions. Sure, I use supplements and protocols because that's really the only way we can accurate, really accurately rebalance the body. Otherwise, you're, you're really just um, guessing. So, you know, take X amount of number of blueberries, well, you know, for, for a specific nutrient, like, is that going to be absorbed? Is that really going to have the same amount of nutrients as taking like a specific extract that you're taking the blueberries for. Um, forgot the pronunciation of that uh, specific pigment um, uh, extract that I would be kind of alluding to, but um, but it's not really what this episode's about. And, and, and that does help with the brain, but so it is slightly, so it's somewhat on topic. So let's go into today's episode, which is the six uh, foods and lifestyle factors that damage your brain. So, um, the brain is pretty important. I think a lot of people, uh, value their brain because it's where our personality comes from. It's where we can, uh, memorize our life and revisit our life. There's, uh, nostalgia. A lot of people love nostalgia going through old Nickelodeon cartoons and seeing, uh, you know, uh, that, you know, having that feeling it, it, it's, you can't do that if you don't remember it. Uh, you can't have your personality if you don't remember your life. So really Alzheimer's and other brain-based uh, diseases are really, really horrific. So uh, let's do our best to avoid these things. Uh, and like I'll keep repeating, it's really not just about genetics. Genetics are a very small component to uh, the overall scheme of your health. And, and the big larger component are these imbalances that I constantly talk about that you can find on functional medicine lab work, which is what I use in my practice. And there's also the lifestyle choices that we have to understand how our body is affected by, our, by these choices. So let's get into it. So six lifestyle factors and foods that affect our, that damage our brain. I'll do a part two that uh, is beneficial for the brain. So part one, uh, sedentary lifestyle. So sedentary lifestyle, uh, many implications to that, uh, but the one I want you to think about here uh, and for time purposes is uh, there's a lack of blood flow. The brain needs blood flow. Uh, there is a lot to that, but basically 
if you don't have things moving in your body, there's less circulation of nutrients. There's less of a functionality with your immune system. There's less um, hormone regulation because of the lack of movement. So movement is very key in all areas of your health and your life. So uh, number two is going to be too much caffeine. Too much caffeine can actually shrink your brain. So I used to take a lot of caffeine, um, a relative amount of caffeine, I guess. I mean, what's the upper limit? Not sure. Uh, just basically don't take too much caffeine and don't use it as a energy uh, replacement. So if you know, if like what I used to do, so what I used to do, I didn't have a much, much energy when I went into my workouts. Well, why was that? Well, I wasn't thinking about the root level causes of why I would have low energy. Uh, I just knew that this product can supplement or replace my energy. So if, if I don't have it, then I can buy energy. Um, I didn't really realize the uh, health health issues that can come from that. Uh, so we want to produce our own energy. We don't want to rely on drugs or supplements to really make us feel great. We want to be able to produce our own energy. I mean, at least that's where we should all be kind of aspiring to achieve that, that level of energy. So anyway, number three is alcohol. That's right. Alcohol. One of the popular drugs of choice. Well, two, two popular drugs of choice so far. We have caffeine, super popular, and we have alcohol, also super popular and, uh, and kind of a cultural thing. Um, so many people have this culturally imprinted on them as they grow up. What are the first drugs that people are going to be looking towards growing up? It's going to be coffee, it's going to be caffeine, and it's going to be alcohol. Um, so too much alcohol. Uh, one of the effects of that is killing off a lot of the beneficial bacteria that you have in your guts. Now that most people don't really realize the implications of that. So your gut bacteria, your microbiome in your gut uh, is the majority of your immune system. That is not disputed whatsoever by anybody. What happens when you're taking things that kill these microorganisms that are responsible for your immune system, which lately in 2020, 20, in 2021, and now 2022, the immune system has been really highlighted as being super important for things I, I guess I won't name here. So I, I mean, it's getting a little bit more accepted to be able to talk about the immune system and to be able to talk about getting infections viral or otherwise. Um, but I'm going to keep this succinct, hopefully just on the topic of uh, brain health. So when you weaken your immune system by drinking alcohol, which oddly enough was no, no alcohol stores were closed down the last two, two or three years when there was a, um, when there was a pandemic, uh, was, or is however you feel about that. Um, alcohol weakens the immune system. You would think there would, there would be a national effort to improve the immune system through exercise, right. Uh, through uh, lifestyle and diet modifications that help people, have a better immune system and a better chance at whatever infections they may pick up that are super popular in the last two or three years. Anyway, next is nicotine, another popular drug of choice. Pretty much what's really popular 
Um, there's a quote that I don't remember off the top of my head that someone pretty witty said. Um, I think it was Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn said, if you want to look for what you should do, go into any room, see what most people are doing and do the opposite. And that really not only holds true with business, uh, but it holds true with every area of your life, relationships, health, because we constantly have these wrong, I don't want to say wrong, but we constantly have these ineffective habits that get us really poor results. And instead of learning how to improve these habits, we end up hammering these habits in like really cementing them into our personality. Well, I'm not, uh, I'm not, you know, thick headed, but this is just my personality is kind of a, a way, a psychological technique that people use in order to really uh, keep their poor choices to really cement them into the, the basically the path of least resistance. You know, it's really easy to just do whatever everyone else is doing, but it's really different to create your, and it's harder to create your own path. And, um, and yeah, I mean, and, and that's really, we only have one life. Why, why live it like most people do, you know, if it's, unless you, actively choose and you want to do that, but I doubt it because everyone's a unique snowflake in, in some ways. So anyway, two, okay. So the last one on the list is too much saturated fats. So there is a 2003 study that showed that too much saturated fat can increase Alzheimer's. And I believe I said on a different video that depending on your genes, this is where it's a little bit more important. Uh, that you can be a little bit more um, prone to inflammation when it comes to saturated fats. Um, and I believe it was the APOE4 uh, uh, gene or even double four uh, was, was that genetic type uh, where you are more prone to inflammation and, and thus inflammation being the pretty much one of the, the more foundational components for any disease. Um, that leads to uh, cognitive decline and Alzheimer's. So we want to know, we don't really need to know all of our, you know, all our genetics uh, predispositions and all that, but we just want to be a little bit careful about all these diets that um, promote just fat, just a really heavy fat diet because it, one diet may work for certain things and for certain people for a certain amount of time, but it's not something you, that you should do the rest of your life. And, and that's going for keto. That's right. Even though people make their whole business about certain diets like keto, paleo, um, uh, carnivore, other, all these things, they, they, there's more to it. And, and I, and I guess I'll just leave it at that because there's diet. Isn't just about doing one thing for the rest of your life. Oh, I, I eat these 10 foods every day and, and I'm perfectly healthy. Health is, is much bigger than that. Um, and there's always a downside for really lopsiding your health either for any, uh, let's just stick to micronutrients. So if you have a, a diet that's super heavy in protein, there's going to be a downside because there's benefits to carbohydrates and fat. Uh, if you have a, a diet that's really, uh, prefers fat, then there's going to be a downside because the certain amount of protein is good for everybody. Um, and there's a lot of benefits to protein and carbs and, and, the diet that's is just constantly or or the majority the vast majority of it is is what am i on fat yeah it, i believe i'm fat i'm fat either way you get the point protein 
carbs, fat, all need to be balanced and not omitted from your diet. Uh, and the last thing, this is going to be a bonus. So a bonus thing, this is going to be something that helps uh, with Alzheimer's and other cognitive uh, issues is that there are plenty of studies that show that a high vegetable diet is good for your brain. And that is, there's more caveats to that. Uh, I would just give one to keep this brief is that there's a lot of micronutrients in vegetables that really should, and, and fruits, but uh, the, for high vegetable diets is what I'm, uh, what the, some of the studies were showing. Um, there's a lot of micronutrients in there that are beneficial for detoxification, uh, which the brain needs to detoxify. Uh, the body needs to needs help detoxifying. It needs nutrients in order to carry out these functions. And, um, and if you're not getting those micronutrients over time, sure. Some people may not experience symptoms, but some people will, especially if you're, if you're more, um, predisposed or more likely to have these type of cognitive diseases. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you on the next or video, video or episode. I'll see you on the next one. Oh yeah. Any questions, feel free to message me, email me at Matthew at rootlvlwellness.com. Uh, go to rootlvlwellness.com. If you want to see some of the stuff I have on my website, um, follow me on social media at Matthew, the health coach. Yeah. At Matthew, the health coach, Matthew is spelled with one T and, um, and the links will be down below.